Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. And today we have a very special edition of the Swish Podcast. Today we have a, a very big special guest. We have Tampa Bay Buccaneers punter Bradley Pinion. Thank you so much, Bradley, for coming on the show today. Yeah, guys, I'm excited to be here. Um, excited that you all would have me on and uh, come talk a little bit about Tampa, you know? Yeah. Great. So, first question. When you were growing up, when did you decide to get into the sport of football? So, I decided to get into football right around 7th, 8th grade. Um, my grandpa actually played football, um, and he was a punter also, and he always kind of, like, ragged on me to uh, become a punter. So, um, I started punting football around 7th, 8th grade. Before that, I played soccer. So kind of you just mentioned, you know, he got you into punting. So was punting always the only thing you played or did you try other positions before you fully got into punter? So I used to kick, or I still do kick field goals, kick off and punt. Um, so I did all of that, but I've actually never other played another position. Um, it's just strictly been kicking for me because I played soccer and football at the same time in high school, so it was a little hard to play another position in football. Also, honestly, never really had the, the want to or the uh, need to, so it was, uh, it was cool. Next question, what NFL player did you sort of look up to or minor game after now or when you are growing up, or did he's not at all? Um, I would say a guy I looked up to um, when I was doing it, I grew up a Panthers fan, so you have John Casey, he was a kicker for the Panthers. Um, he did it for a really long time and was very successful, and uh, he was a guy I looked up to and tried to imitate a little bit. Um, and then some, I've had some guys, some older guys since I've been playing, like Rob, uh, Robbie Gold and Phil Dawson, um, both two extremely successful kickers. And um, those are guys that I have had the pleasure of playing with and learned a lot from, so I try to emulate them also. So kind of we're jumping in. What got you to commit to Clemson? And was that like a tough decision for you to make? Um, I, I would say it was a tough decision. I mean, it was definitely a decision. I had quite a, uh, had the opportunity to go different places, but um, it was a great decision that the atmosphere at Clemson is really one of the things that got me to go there. Um, it's a really family atmosphere. Um, and also just, it was a God thing. Um, I'm a big man of faith. So it was one of those things where God led me in that direction. And um, so I just followed, followed along that path. And, um, really relied on God to make the decision or help me make the decision. And that was something that I um, definitely do not regret. What was your whole overall experience at Clemson like in playing under Coach Dabo? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, you can't, can't not love playing at Clemson. We won a lot of games. Um, we had a lot of fun. I still live in the Clemson area, actually. Um, so I, I didn't go anywhere. Uh, I met my wife at Clemson, so that was a plus. And then... Um, it was just, it was awesome. I met my best friends, um, all my friends I got with now basically come from Tigers. So it's a, uh, it was awesome. I, I'd do it a hundred times over again. Um, I have no regrets and uh, there's no place like Clemson. So now we're going to jump to now the NFL. You were drafted in 2015 in the fifth round by the 49ers. You mentioned you played with Robbie Gold before. So what was it like, you know, getting drafted to the NFL? What was it like getting the call from the 49ers? Oh man, it was a dream come true. Um, it was one of those things that like you you work for your whole life or up to that up to that point in your life, and um, everything you do is to try to try to get to that moment. Um, when you get that phone call, um, I cried. I mean, I, it was I was overwhelmed with joy. 
I was going to think that um, I still remember to this day very, very vividly. And um, we, we ate dinner, we celebrated afterwards, and um, then it was time to get back to work. Um, but it, I tell you, that's one of those once in a lifetime things. Like very, few, very few people are fortunate enough to get that call, and I'm, I'm honored to be one of those people. Was the adjustment from college ball to the NFL like? Uh, so for a specialist, a kicker, punter, or a long snapper, I don't think it's too hard because uh, we're not as much involved in the fast pace of play. But I, say, I would say that is probably the biggest difference. I should, all the best players in college are the ones that are in the NFL. So the pace of play is faster. The game is a little faster. Guys are smarter. Guys are more athletic. Um, so that is a big challenge that you have, to, you have to be able to step up to that every single day and every single week. Whereas in college, there are some guys that, I mean, maybe – as athletic as the guys that are in the NFL. That's the biggest difference, the athleticism and the, the smarts that go with the athleticism when you have that combination, the competitive combination. And that's the biggest difference. So now I'm going to ask you um, a two-part question here. So we obviously you know you and the Buccaneers got to play in the Super Bowl and you won. So what was it like, you know, getting to punt in the Super Bowl and what was the whole celebration like winning the actual Super Bowl? Oh, man, getting to punt in the Super Bowl is one of those things you dream about. Um, that's the ultimate goal at this level. You try to, you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh, so it was an honor to be able to play in that game and to um, have a chance to perform well in that game. Um, and then to be able to win it, it's a whole other thing. Like that's, it's unreal, honestly. Like it still hasn't sunk in. Um, I still can't believe it's happened. I say that to my wife just about every single day. Like, wow, we actually did this thing. So. Uh, it was for real. So I made the Super Bowl. I was very fortunate enough to have all of my close friends and family there. Like the majority of my close friends and family there. And uh, just to be able to hug them afterwards and to congratulate them for a lot of the hard work they put in over the years um, was something that helped me get there. And their support system now is something that I really rely on um, to get me through the different years of football. I mean, it's a tough sport. So the celebration was awesome. The parade was probably the most crazy thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life, honestly. So the parade might have been better than the post-game celebration, just strictly because we had no idea what to think about going into the parade or what it was going to be like. And it was extremely, extremely fun. Yeah, we saw, like, all over social media, you know, the trophy throw, you know, everyone on the boat. So it definitely, from the fans' perspective, it also looked like you felt like you were there celebrating it, too. Yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't fortunate enough to be on the boat with Tom when he threw the trophy, but I can only imagine what was going through people's minds when they saw it. I was kind of just like y'all saw it on social media. Um, so it was, I'll tell you what, it was something else. It was something that I hope uh, people y'all's age get to experience one day if you're interested in playing football or playing sports, because it's definitely something that, um, one of those once in a lifetime that you'll cherish forever. So, as you just mentioned, him, this man, this guy is probably undoubtedly the greatest football player of all time, Tom Brady. So, was it like playing with him this past season when he just joined the Buccaneers with, with Rob Gronkowski and others and playing on a Bruce Aaron? What was that whole season like playing with Tom Brady and others? Oh, it was awesome. Um, it's kind of surreal. You're playing with the GOAT. I mean, he is the GOAT. I mean, it's undeniably the GOAT. Um, when you have a, he's winning, the Super Bowl winning percentage is higher than Seth Curry's three like three point percentage, which is just insane if you think about that. So like it's it, it was awesome. Um, he's a super competitor, and that's what makes him so great. He just wants to win and wants to be the best. And um, having a guy like that in your locker room and your organization changes the whole organization. Um, you start to get bring guys like Gronk in and AB and Larry Fournette and like 
with the addition of guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Levante David, David or Devin White, like we were we were powerhouse, we were stacked, and it looks like we're gonna, we're leaning towards doing that again next year. So like I, I hope to repeat. Um, I think our whole expectation as a team is to repeat um, because we have guys like Tom, because we have to go, because we have Brock. Um, it's it's awesome. I mean, you can't. Something I'll I'll remember to the day I die is playing with those guys. So now we're kind of going to talk a little bit right now with this question about the mental aspect. So, like, going into a punt, like, what is your preparation for each punt, and how do you adjust kind of after each punt going into the next one? That's a great question. Um, the mental preparation kind of starts in the offseason. Uh, I've heard the coach named Dan Warner. I've worked with him since I was in, like, seventh grade. Um, so I've worked with him for a really long time, and we have keys that we would say to myself before each punt, like, what do I have to do on this punt? I have to drop the ball this way, or I have to swing my leg this way or after the wind's doing X, Y, and Z, so I gotta do this. Um, those are all things that you think about going into a punt, but you really want your mind pretty clear when you're actually punting the ball. You don't wanna be overthinking it too much um, and distract you from actually doing your job. Um, so that's kind of what you kind of what goes into it, and then you adjust based off of what happened from that punt or from that kick. Um, it's one of those things where you have different factors that, that most people don't think about when you're watching football. After factoring the wind and rain and all these different things, um, so I could have punted something in warm-ups and it does something completely different in the game based off of wind. And then I have to adjust, like, all right, now the wind's doing this. So now I have to do this with the ball. And so you, you're constantly doing that as a football player. And that's what makes you a good football player, being able to adjust on the fly and putting yourself and your team in the best situation to win. Is it different? Let's say this punt is like you're on the third-yard line, another you're on your own, like, 10-yard line. It's different for each punt depending on what yard line you're on, where you want to kick it, because you don't want to kick it in the end zone. Is it all different for every punt? Oh, absolutely. Um, if you're backed up, you kind of want to flip the field. You want to change the field position. Um, but if you're, like you said, you're on the 30-yard line, you don't want to hit the ball into the end zone because then it doesn't really help field position. So it's one of those situations where you have to, it's not always about getting the biggest and the farthest punt. It's about putting your team, about the situation you're giving and putting the most effective punt in that situation. So say, for instance, we're really close game and the ball is on the 50 yard line. I don't need a punt that goes 60 yards because that's a touchback. I need a punt that's going to go like 45 yards and put them on the five yard line to make them drop the length of the field and try to beat us. So you definitely have different situations um, where you have to hit different punts. So a lot of times people just look at numbers for punting. Um, you look at what your average was and what your this, this, and this. But a lot of times you have to look at the situations also to really see how good a punting is. A certain punt returner, let's say like Miko Harmon, for say, when you were playing the Chiefs, do you, do you try punt to out bounds for different punts you're playing so it's really good, or do you just always punt it straight forward and hope for the best? No, you're always trying to punt towards the sidelines, um, kind of cut the field off, but especially when you're guys, when you're playing guys like Hardman or when, when you play Devin, like the guys that used to be like Devin Hester or Cohen in Chicago or Agnew in Detroit. Um, those are some of the best returners that I've ever done this on the family game. And, um, Unfortunately, Agnew got me this year. He returned to punt to the to the house on me. But um, you definitely try and punt the ball out of bounds with it. So it's guys or guys like Harris for uh, the Saints. I mean, he's undoubtedly one of the best to do it right now. And you're definitely trying to either hit a really high hang time and let him fair catch it, and so he gets no return. Um, so you're not always going for distance in that in that situation, or you're. Uh, Train the ball out of bounds so they just don't touch the ball and take them completely out of the game. That's part of your job as a punter is to take the returner out of the game. So this is also part of the mental aspect and it's the real aspect. So what's it like dealing with all COVID protocols this past season, which is totally different from any other season because we never had something like this before? 
Yeah, it was a struggle. Um, you kind of you kind of have to isolate yourself a little bit. Um, and I give credit to my wife; she was really big in helping through that. I mean, you, she also has to isolate too, because um, if she gets it, I'm most likely going to get it. Um, so kudos to her for kudos to all the wives, honestly, um, for getting us through the season. And then um, for the mental, mentally, it was you have to do what you do, do what you got to do to do your job. Um, that's just for anybody, honestly. Like even the people in the business world had to do the same thing. They may not be going into the office. They're doing Zoom meetings or doing different things along those lines. Um, so it's uh, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and we we wanted to play football. The NFL decided that we wanted to play football. Um, so we had to do what we had to do to get the games done, get the games in, and play football to the best of our ability. So now we're gonna get into some like you know more to get to know you type questions. So Jake's gonna start you off. What is your favorite stadium you've played in your, I think, five, six years playing the NFL? Ooh, my favorite stadium to play in. I'm not going to say my home stadium because everybody likes playing at home. Um, I would say I love playing in New York, uh, the MetLife Stadium. Um, it's like the way the stadium's set up, and it's like super tall and doesn't really fan out. It goes straight up. Um, and it's just super cool to play in. Another really cool place to play. I probably shouldn't say this as a Tampa Bay guy, but New Orleans is an awesome place to play. Uh, the atmosphere there is unreal. Um, it's one of those like unmatched atmospheres, and it's hard to play in. Honestly, and I kind of love the challenge. And another place that's really cool to play in is Seattle. Um, the Twelves are rabid, man. They uh, they're not afraid to yell and they're not afraid to get in your ear. Um, so having a loud stadium like that is definitely advantageous for the home team. I like the first answer you said, Matt. Life. We're both big Giants fans, so we we like the answer. Love it. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so this one might be a tough one for you, but out of, like, your whole career, you know, who's been, like, your favorite coach to work with, kind of, you know, learn from? Oh, my favorite coach to work with? Are we talking head coach, special teams coach? What are we talking about? Probably, um, probably, like, more special teams just because of, you know, as a punter. Um, I really like playing with the coach that actually got me into the NFL, uh, Thomas McGavey. He's actually the coach at New York right now. So um, he's especially coach of the Giants. So I really liked playing for him. Um, he got me started, and I feel a special connection to him because he did get me started. Um, so just strictly because of that, I'd have to say um, Coach T. Matt, which is Thomas McGavey in New York. If I had to throw a stand for doing all any head coaches, who's your favorite head coach you play under? Um, in the NFL, it's got to be B.A. Uh, Bruce Arians is one of a kind. Um, he's awesome. I love, him. I love the guy. Um, he's going to tell you exactly how he feels and going to hold nothing back. Um, if I go, if I am allowed to include college in that, I mean, you can't, it's hard to beat Coach Sweeney. Um, just his track record and what he does for his players. Um, he's a really special coach. Um, he knows how to get the most out of you. And um, so I'd say my two favorite head coaches are Sweeney and BA. Um, so, yeah. What is your favorite moment in your career so far? It's got to be winning the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's, I mean, like I said earlier, it's why you play the game. So winning the Super Bowl, um, and if it's not winning the Super Bowl, it's starting that probably my first punt ever in the NFL, uh, just strictly because like that's what you work so hard for is to get to that, get to that those times and those moments. So, what is your favorite sport besides football to play and or watch? Uh, that's two different answers for me. Um, so, besides football to play, probably soccer. That's kind of how I got my start taking a ball. Um, and then to watch, I like to watch baseball um, in person. 
Um, and if I'm not watching baseball in person, I would say it has to be football. I, love, I mean, I love watching football. What is your favorite sports movie to watch? Sports movie? Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, I would say either... I probably say The Longest Yard. I kind of want to circle back to your answer besides football. What what was what's your favorite baseball team? Are you just mentioned you like watching baseball? Yeah, so one of my uh, best friends from high school was Corey Seager, um, shortstop for the Dodgers. So um, I I pulled for the Dodgers because I like playing for Corey, um, and it was really cool that we actually both got to win. We won the World Series and I won the Super or the Super Bowl this year, so it, that was super cool. Um, so I would say I pulled for the Dodgers, and then growing up in North Carolina, the closest baseball team is the Braves, so growing up, I pulled for the Braves. I think that's kind of also funny, you know, the Dodgers won against Tampa, so I kind of find that ironic, and kind of similar to what you just said, you know, besides baseball, who were your favorite um, teams growing up? I know you mentioned the Panthers, were there any other sports teams you liked? Yeah, um, so soccer actually has to be Manchester United. Um, I love playing for Manchester United. Um, and that could have been because my brother was an Arsenal fan and they're kind of rivals. So I'm an Arsenal fan. Struggle. So, really <laughs> um, so I'd say Manchester United is one that I pulled for growing up. Definitely the Panthers. Um, my grandpa had a chance to play for Dallas, so I kind of had a sweet spot for Dallas, Cowboys. Um, and then basketball, I pulled for the Hornets or the Bobcats, whichever one you're calling it, whatever they are. Um, so I would say the Hornets. And then baseball, like I said, the Braves growing up. And then the Dodgers probably my favorite team now. I do pull for the Rays also. Um, and then hockey, I've actually been really fortunate to play in cities that have great hockey teams. So like you had the Lightning in Tampa who just won theirs. And then when I was in California playing for San Francisco, the Sharks also were very good at hockey. So. Um, I follow whichever hockey team, honestly, is the city I'm playing in. So this is definitely going to be hard for you. Who's your favorite teammate you've ever played with? And you can count college. So my best friend is actually one of my teammates in college, so I have to say uh, Oliver Jones. Uh, he was an offensive lineman at Clemson. Um, but taking college out of it, another one of my best friends is Robbie Gold. Um, me and him just clicked really well together. And we played really well together, so I like Robbie. And then if I'm going current teammates, I can't answer that. Our locker is so awesome. Um, and I work with two amazing guys and Jack Turner and Ryan Tucker. So um, I think I'm, that's pretty good people to look at right there. So now, like, kind of, like, preparing for a game, you know, especially a big game, obviously a playoff game or a Super Bowl or even just a primetime game, what is, like, the preparation going into a game like that? So I try to treat every game the same. Um, I'm doing the same thing each game. Each, I mean, of course, you're going to have different emotions when it's like the Super Bowl versus a regular season game or something along those lines. But I try to treat every game the same. I try not to get too high or too low. Um, I find that, that consistency right in the middle is the best way to do it. Um, and I think a lot of guys around the league kind of do that. If you're too amped up, you're not going to play well. If you're too low, you're not going to play well. Um, so I try to stay right in the middle and uh, find that if that works best for me. So this is similar to that last question, but what's an NFL practice like? Because we've had players that are really good, such as Justin Reed and Eric Rowe, who are safeties, but that's totally different from, like, a punter's practice. So in your point of view, what's a whole NFL practice like? Um, from my point of view, I work 
Yeah, you say have like we have periods where we are. So like first period, um, I do my work basically, and then I'm usually done to like the fifth period. So like I get my work done pretty early in there. So I get a lot of chance to actually watch practice. So I'm kind of like a spectator of practice, which is kind of cool. Um, I get to watch practice, see how it goes um, after I get my work done. So I usually work in the very beginning, take a little break, and then I hold for field goals. And then I get to watch practice. And it's very cool to be able to watch practice and see guys like Tom Brady and Gronk and AP and Leonard Fournette, Devin White, Devontae David, um, go to work and do the job. So our final question for you today is, what are you most looking forward to doing, um, you know, after the pandemic ends, you know, when it's safer? Oh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I'd say gathering with all my friends. Uh, that'd be the, the biggest thing. Uh, having those close people in your life is huge. And being able to gather with them and not have to worry about getting COVID or getting tested for COVID beforehand or anything along those lines would be the real thing I'm most looking forward to. And then honestly going on dates with my wife. We didn't get to do a lot of that this season. Um, there's a lot of good places to eat in Tampa. So um, those are things that I look forward to most in the pandemic. That's about going to wrap up our interview feed, Bradley. Thank you so, so much for helping out on the podcast. Don't lose your Please make sure you like, comment, follow us on Instagram, and switch that on score, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Thank you so much, Bradley. Stay safe. Peace. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.